Welcome to the Southside Community Church podcast with Pastor Mark Kahn. We are located at 1815 South Peace Street in Elwood, Indiana. Visit us on Facebook. The link will be in the description below. Have a great day. Good morning. Good morning. I am in no way a preacher. But I have had several life experiences. And I'd like to share one with you. And this is probably the forefront of mine. It's about salvation. Yes. What is salvation? I got a definition here that says deliverance from the power and effects of sin. Mm-hmm. What is that power? That cross behind me. That's the power of salvation. And I can't remember the day. I know it was a Sunday, but I got saved. And it had to be in a church. And I'm here to tell you, it does not have to be in a church. Right. It does not have to. Wherever you're at, at that moment, Jesus will meet you there. Mm-hmm. It does mm-hmm. not matter where you are. Right. Street corner, the park, your home bedroom. And I was at work. I had a co-worker ask me one day, have you been saved? And there's not usually a lot of talk about Jesus or the plan of salvation there at work. So I'm thinking in my mind, what is this? What are you trying to lead me down? But I, 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 I serve a risen Savior. I said, mm-hmm. yes, I have been saved. And we got onto this the topic of salvation. Before I go into that, I would like to tell you that the plan of salvation is simple. It is so simple person like me can follow it. I was sitting in the church pew, like I told you before, I was warming it because I was lukewarm. That's not the state you want to be in. Mm-hmm. Either you're for it or against it. Don't ride the fence. Make your stand against it or make your stand with it. But don't ride the fence on it. I was warming the pew because my wife asked me to go and I figured she'd see it my way after a while. Lo and behold, that's not how cow at all. <laughs> Didn't come close to working out that way. Because <laughs> while I was sitting there listening to the preachers <clears throat> telling me 
what he has done for me in my pitiful state that I was in. Hearing the songs that say to rest like me. Mm-hmm. And I was that wretch. I was the wretch sitting there. And then the Holy Spirit was speaking to me while I was in that cube. And it was an overwhelming power, like I told you before. And like I told you before, I told my wife, because she wanted to know what was wrong. I said, I'm coming back and changed me. Mm-hmm. And that's the way it was going to be, because I could not get out from under the weight and the guilt that I had being put on me by the Holy Spirit. That was the only way that He could get through to me. Because like I said, I'm thick-headed. I'm bull-headed. But I am simple too. And He was telling me the way of your salvation is to accept Jesus Christ into your heart and believe in what He had done for you on the cross. Right. Because it says in Acts 27.31 I should have gave you guys the Bible verses I was going to be reading. And this was the jailer where Paul was at. Paul and Silas. They was in jail, and there's a great earthquake. And that earthquake opened up all the doors of the prison. Mm-hmm. And in 27, and the keeper of the prison, awakening from sleep and seeing the prison doors open, supposing the prisoners had fled, drew his sword and was about to kill himself. Mm-hmm. Paul called with a loud voice saying, Do not harm. Do yourself no harm. For we are all here. Then he called for a light. Ran it. Ran in and fell down trembling before Paul and Silas. Listen to this question here. Because this went through my head as I was going up to the altar. And he brought them out and said, Sir, what must I do to be saved? A Roman prison guard. It didn't take Paul any time to answer that question. So they said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ right. and you will be saved. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. You and your household. And that doesn't mean just because Silas accepted Christ into his heart that his household was saved. They had to be saved 
mm-hmm. through the power of the blood of Jesus Christ too. Right. And they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in his house. They believed. Mm-hmm. He had to have some knowledge of the scripture while Paul's house was in that church or in that prison. He had to have heard. And he probably persecuted him while he was in there. Like Pam says, we're coming up on a time when our faith is going to be shaken. But that's where we're going to have to make a stand. Because our faith, if you have faith in the Lord, it will be stronger than this world. Because He is greater than is in us, mm-hmm. that is in the world. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Far greater. And that was going through my head as I was going up to the altar. And whenever I did tell him that I was saved, he also said, How did you get saved? And I told him that I prayed through to Jesus. Mm-hmm. I accepted him as my Lord and Savior that he, or for what he paid on the cross for me in that day, in that hour that I did, I was saved. And he asked me if I was baptized. And I said, not a time I was it, then you wasn't saved. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I'm simple. And I'm reading here in John 3.16, I think everybody knows that passage because God so loved the world he gave his only begotten son so for whoever believes in him shall have everlasting life it does not say anything about being baptized there right and I told him I said I do not have to be saved through baptism Mm -hmm. you're not saved if you're not baptized and I told him they was hanging on the cross. There's three of them. One was denouncing Jesus. The other was saying that he has done nothing wrong. We deserve what we are getting. This man does not. And Jesus told him, because he believed in him and his power over sin and death, that he will be with him in paradise that day. He did not tell him to get off that cross and go down there to the river and get baptized. Right. I don't care what anybody says. Right. You do not have to have that water requirement, that water baptismal requirement. Right. It is good works. Don't get me wrong. It is very good works because that is an outward sign right. of what you have dwelling inside right. of you if you have accepted the salvation plan that God has gave us. Mm-hmm. Research it. Mm-hmm. Look into it. If you're not saved, look into it. And like I said, you don't have to be here. You can be wherever you are at the moment. And you can be saved from your sins. Because that's what it's all about. The salvation is taking away your sins. He is substituting Himself for us. Right. That's why He went to that cross. 
He wasn't looking forward to it because that was going to separate him from his father. He's been with him for eternity. Mm -hmm. Side by side. Because the Word was with God. And the Word was God. Because he asked for that cup to be passed from him. But not his will, but thine. Right. So he went through with the plan of salvation. We owe him all the honor and glory for that. Right. right. Mm -hmm. And when he did substitute himself for us, there's not a person on this planet that cannot have that plan of salvation because he did it not for one, but for all. Right. And he was still telling me that I wasn't saved. I didn't tell him that I did get baptized because after I did ask Jesus into my heart, it was a couple minutes, a couple months later, I was stirring in the seat again. I was asking, what Lord is on my heart now? I do not know. You need to be baptized. He didn't tell me that audibly. It just came to me because I'm sitting there and I'm... You need to show these people that you mean business. And I did mean business. And I said, yes. I went up to the pastor after the service that day. I would like to be baptized. And he said our baptism was down because our heater broke. It's going to be a couple months. Can you wait a couple months? And I said, I've got the request in. Yes, I can wait. Because I know that I will be baptized. Yes, I can wait. But I did tell him that because I wasn't baptized at the time. I asked Jesus into my heart. It, there is a prayer, but I didn't, I didn't get it exact. But I was brief with him in what I did say. And it, it, it's actually called in here. It is time now. When I did go up there, I did hit on the highlights of this prayer, and I would like to read it to you. Dear God in heaven, I come to you today as a lost sinner. I had doubt when I was at the forefront when I was asking him into my heart because I knew I was a sinner. I knew where I was going. I knew my eternal destination. I really did. And I'm asking that you, you save my soul. There's no man. There's no thing. There's nothing on this planet that can save your soul besides Jesus Christ. Nothing. And I knew I couldn't save my soul. Because I'm not perfect in anything, but I think I was real close to being perfect when being a sinner. Because I think I had that down pat pretty good. And cleanse me from all my sins. I asked Him to take my sins. 
and ask him to take my sins. He already has. But he knew what I was talking about. Because I laid him at his feet. Because he was laying hanging on that cross. I laid him at his feet. I knew that much. I knew where I was going. I knew where I was headed. I needed to change directions. Mm -hmm. And this is the only way that I could turn around. I realize in my heart my need of salvation which can only come through Jesus Christ. I am accepting Christ into my heart and what He did on the cross in order to purchase my redemption. He purchased it for everybody. All you have to do is be willing to accept it. In obedience to your word, I confess with my mouth, Lord Jesus, I don't hide from it anymore. Right. I don't button my lip anymore because my Lord has taken me out of that place that I was in. Amen. He yes. is my Lord. He is my Savior. Right. And believe in my heart that God has raised him from the dead. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt in my mind anymore. He went to that cross for me and you. Right. Everybody. He died on that cross. And he said he'd build that temple in three days. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, the Holy Spirit brought him out of that grave on the third day. Amen. To right. live forevermore. And he's at the right hand of God right now. Right. For us believers, interceding for us. You have said in your word, which cannot lie, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Mm-hmm. I didn't read any baptism in there. Right. Of any kind shape or form. Right. I have called upon your name exactly as you have said. And I believe that right now I am saved. Mm-hmm. If you say that more, this prayer right here, you will be saved. Mm-hmm. You don't have to get it exactly verbatim. Just acknowledge that you're a sinner and that you need a Savior. That Savior died for you on a cross to redeem your soul. You shall have everlasting life. He will take you from that pit and call you a child of His. Because mm-hmm. He will say, Father, He's my child. I'm here to intercede for him. He believes in me. He believes in my name. He believes that I have died on the cross for him and rose from the dead. Mm-hmm. He's conquered. He knows that I've conquered all the world has to throw at him. Mm-hmm. He's putting it back on me so I can take it for him. We write his name in the book. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
that was the greatest day that could ever happen to me. Amen. Because I am sure that the scribe of God Audie Hunsberger Amen. Yes. is a child of mine. Amen. Right. I cannot tell you the feeling that it came over me. I had stumbled since then, yes. And I've stumbled, as all of us are going to do mm -hmm. from time to time. It's going to happen. Yeah. you got to persevere through it. Right. Look to Him. Pray to Him. You're not going to hear an audible voice back to you, but He hears you. And you will, it, he will move in you in ways that you never know. Because, like I said, I don't believe in coincidence either. I've had my brother tell me that too. Mm -hmm. There's no such thing as coincidence. Mm -hmm. You can't have all this happening. At the same time, and to be a coincidence. Mm -hmm. And I was reading another passage, and this was in Revelations 22 17. Mm -hmm. And this is about not being able to cheer up sitting in. Because I haven't really read as much in Revelations as I have some of the other books. And the spirit and the bride say, Come and let him who hears say, Come and let him who thirsts come. Whoever desires, let him take the water of life freely. The two come. I was praying in a tree stand. Tell my Savior. How do I talk to my brother about you, Lord? Like I said, I used I used to have my mouth buttoned up. I didn't say too much, but I was to the point. I don't care what people think of me. They can say what they want. I don't want what they say. Because I know what I have living in me. I was asking you. Two comes came to me. Mm -hmm. Say come. Because he knew I wasn't going to crack the first time. Because I did. I cried. Mm -hmm. Second was more audible. Come. And I'm not kidding you. There was books running everywhere coming behind me. I'm not making it up. And so I'm standing in front of you today. That's the power that is within God. Mm -hmm. Sure. Mm -hmm. Right there. I'm reading this because Mark asked me to come up in front of you to talk to you. I had no idea what I was going to say. 
Yeah, I even told Cherry, I said, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to talk about. Salvation came up. Yes. Because we was down there for her baptism. And he, her grandfather, was telling her that this water baptism is not going to save you. Mm-hmm. Right. She already knew that because I had made it clear that the water baptism is not going to save you. You beforehand, except Jesus Christ in your heart as your Lord and Savior, believing in what He did is going to save you. And that's what we was talking about on the way home. And I got up on my soapbox with her. And I said, I don't care what anybody says. There's only one way. That is through Jesus Christ. Because mm-hmm. He would not tell you that no man comes to the Father unless through me. Right. Mm-hmm. And whoever believes in me shall have eternal life. There's nothing about anything else in there. Because it is there isn't anything else. It's all right there. Mm-hmm. All of it. What he came out of was his glory. To here, after sin has been running rampant on this planet, to bear what he had to bear. He's had to bear over 63 million babies dead, Mm -hmm. killed, before they ever had a chance. Innocent. Not knowing anything. Knowing enough to get away from the scalpel that was coming at him. For the kid, it steals a five-cent piece of gum to the murderer, mm-hmm. to the rapist, to the person like me that just reveled in the sin that I was living in. He took it. Right. He took it. He mm-hmm. bore that. Yes. A person that didn't know any. He didn't need salvation. He knew no sin. None. But he took it. So that we could share the glory that he has. That he knew he was going to come into. Because he did the works of the Father. Now it's on us. Being saved is not the end of the journey. It's a daily walk. Yes. It's a daily walk with Jesus Christ. And the Holy Spirit will guide you through this walk. You need to come into the will of God. Mm-hmm. You've got to seek His will. And I'm trying harder and harder find out what his will because it's perfect will there's no way man can do anything I don't care if you do good works all your good works here is not going to amount to anything to him because you're still living as a sinner Mm -hmm. you can do good and still be a sinner Mm -hmm. because we're all sinners we're born we're born that way it's inherent in us because it's been passed down from the first couple we cannot help our helpless estate any more 
then a drop of water is going to raise the ocean level. It's just not going to happen. But if you accept Jesus Christ in your heart, you get that salvation. You are no longer a sinner. And you will be presentable before God. Right. Because He won't see you. He will see Jesus and what He has done for you. Amen. And you will be accepted. He'll say, right. come in the house. Faithful servant. I'm not going to keep you much longer. I do have saved through faith. Carry your faith. And that not of yourself. It is a gift of God. Mm -hmm. Like I said, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do outside of the amazing grace that He has gave for us. If you have that faith and that grace, it is truly a gift not of works, lest anyone should boast. I wouldn't try to boast on anything that I've done because it hasn't amounted to anything until the day I got saved. I can boast on Jesus. All right, amen. That's the only boasting I can do because He did pay off. That's where my boasting comes in. Mm -hmm. Because the more I live like Christ, the more glory the Father gives. Because right. it is through Jesus that He gets His glory because He conquered it all. And if I live more like Christ, mm -hmm. that gives more glory to God. In closing, I don't want to see anybody perish to eternal hell. Mm -hmm. I don't want to see anybody go there. Because when I was sitting in that pew, feeling that weight of my sin, I didn't like that feeling at all. It was oppressive. And what I've done, I turned my back on God. I could do it my own way. And I was going to destruction. I felt it. It weighed on me. Until I saw what I was and where I was going. So if you guys haven't been saved, take the opportunity to talk to God. Talk to Jesus. Accept him into your heart. It'll be a life-changing experience. Mm -hmm. I know. I've been there. 